0: Hey guys welcome back to talks with maria a personal development blog and podcast today's episode number 15 where we talk about emotional intelligence by travis bradbury and greaves i also uh, broke this up into two sections and we're talking about personal competence please remember to check out my mommy blog talks with maria.com and the boss mom mentality available on amazon let's begin Hey guys, so today I wanted to do my deep dive on Emotional Intelligence 2.0 by Bradbury and Greaves. I did separate these into two parts as there are a lot of content and a lot of um, information on how to develop your emotional intelligence, what it is, what it means, what you need to know, and the strategies behind the teachings of understanding your emotional intelligence which i thought was really helpful so i went ahead and broke these down into two parts part one is we're going to do a deep dive in personal competence so two main things make up your emotional intelligence according to bradbury and greaves the two things is personal competence and social competence so It's literally what you think it is. So a personal competence, it's like your ability to stay aware of your emotions and manage your behavior and tendencies. Social competence is your ability to understand other people's moods, behaviors, motives in order to improve the quality of your relationships. So number one, part one of this is personal competence. And personal competence is made up of self-awareness and self-management. So I did do a little segment on self-awareness of what I thought was was uh, what was self-awareness. And in their book, it's a little different. It's probably more concise going off of <laughs> Bradbury and Greaves, but self-awareness is your ability to accurately perceive your own emotions in the moment and understand your tendencies across situations. Self-awareness includes staying on top of your typical reactions to specific events, challenges, and people. A keen understanding of your tendencies is important. It helps you quickly make sense of your emotions. A high degree of self-awareness requires a willingness to tolerate the discomfort of focusing on the feelings that may be negative. People of high, uh, people, people high in self-awareness are remarkably re- clear in their understandings of what they do well, what motivates them, what satisfies them, and which people and situations push their buttons. So that is self-awareness. I guess that does make, it's kind of what I said in my segment on self-awareness. I don't remember what the episode was. Um, But the second thing that makes up personal competence is self-management. And self-management means... Um, Self-management is what happens when you act or do not act. It is dependent on your self-awareness and is the second major part of personal competence. Self-management is your ability to use awareness of your emotions to stay flexible and direct your behavior positively. This means managing your emotional reactions to situations and people. Some emotions create a paralyzing fear that makes your thinking so cloudy that the best course of action is nowhere to be found, assuming that there is always something you should be doing. In this case, self-management is revealed by your ability to tolerate the uncertainty as as you explore emotions and options. Once you understand and build comfort with what you are feeling, the best course of action will show itself. So, those two, self awareness and self management, make up your level of personal competence. So, how can you develop self awareness? I think that is what I'm going to go ahead and um, break down. So, in terms of self awareness, how can we play, you know, strategically do things in life where we can be more self-aware so in the book Bradbury and Greaves list out 15 things that uh, that are strategies that you can do in real life to harness develop your and harness and develop your self-awareness so number one is quit quit treating your feelings as good or bad Number two. Observe the ripple effect from your emotions. Number three. Lean into your discomfort. Number four. Feel your emotions physically. Number five. Know who you know who and what pushes your buttons. Number six. Watch yourself like a hawk. Number seven. Keep a journal about your emotions. Number eight, don't be fooled by a bad mood. Number nine, don't be foo- fooled by a good mood either. Number 10, stop and ask yourself why do, the things you, why do you do the things you do? Number 11, visit your core values. Number 12, check, w- check yourself. Number 13, spot your emotions in books, movies, and music. Number 14, this one's a tough one, seek feedback. Number 15, get to know yourself under stress. So those are the 15 things that um, Bradbury and Greaves have identified in terms of how you can uh, put self-awareness in your real life and how you can practice that. So in in self-management, the strategies to... Uh, develop self-management are, I'm literally going through, um, I'm literally doing these as we're, as we are um, reading, or as I'm recording this, I'm literally going through this. So self-management strategies, number one, they, the author lists 17 ways to manage yourself. So really like manage your emotions, manage your responses is really what self-management is. So the 17 uh, ways to practice self-management strategies in real life is number one, breathe right. Number two, create an emotion versus reason list. Number three, make your goals public. Number four, count to 10. Number five, sleep on it. Number six, talk to a skilled self-manager. Number seven, smile and laugh more. Number eight, set aside some time in your day for problem solving. Number nine, take control of your self-talk. Number 10, visualize yourself succeeding. Number 11, clean up your sleep hygiene. Number 12, focus your attention on your freedoms rather than your limitations. That's literally like the law of attraction. Uh, Number 13, stay synchronized. Number 14, speak to someone who is not emotionally invested in your problems. Number 15, learn a valuable lesson from everyone you encounter. Number 16, put a mental recharge in your schedule. Number 17, accept the change is just around. The corner. So, those are the strategies that uh, the author had uh, recommended in terms of exercising self management in our real lives. So, that is part one of emotional intelligence in short. I did um, want this to be short and sweet. If you wanted the details, if you want the details in terms of what those strategies really entail, shoot me a message and I will talk to you about it. Um, And then I can maybe go into detail of what my experiences are with the whole process of self-awareness and self-management. I'm not an expert at all. I'm learning as I'm going and I'm sharing what I'm learning. And that is the point of all of this. So I hope you guys enjoy and found this valuable. Part two will be next and have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode and found it valuable, be sure to subscribe, comment, and share this episode with your friends and family. If you have any comments, suggestions, or collaboration requests, please reach out to me directly at maria at selfimprovedaily.com. I look forward to hearing from you.